Would you like a spot of tea, love? Yes, that would be lovely, darling. Presenting English in a Teacup, your guide to learning English one sip at a time. Hello there, and welcome to English in a Teacup, your guide to improving your spoken and written English one sip at a time. My name is Charlotte Prudent, and the next two episodes are all about persuasion, trying to convince others of your ideas or opinions. We will be looking at some useful adjectives and persuasive expressions to help you explain why others should follow your advice or recommendations. To assist us with this topic, Miss Finestocrat will be telling us of her experience working as a sales representative. Trying to make a sale can be tough, especially for someone like Miss Finestocrat, who, as a fine English lady, has never had to sell anything in her life. How will she get on? Let's find out, but not before first taking a sip of tea. Now we can get started. Well, darlings, where do I start? I was working at this ghastly shop last week. They call it a homeware store. You know, the place that sells everything you need for the home. Terrible place, truly ghastly. A man walks in and I'm determined to make a sale. Sir, can I interest you in this beautiful kettle? I asked. No, not really, he said and started to walk away, but I was not to be deterred. You will want to throw away your old kettle when you discover the fabulous benefits of having an eye kettle. An eye kettle? Yes, an eye kettle. This sophisticated and innovative product uses state-of-the-art technology to make it even easier for you to make a cup of tea or coffee all through your smartphone or tablet. I am pretty sure I can put my kettle to boil by myself. The man was obviously a Neanderthal who needed to be enlightened and I eagerly continued my pitch. How many times have you put the kettle on and immediately forgotten about it? Then, 20 minutes later, remembered and had to stand there in your kitchen, waiting for the water to heat up again. Well, no more. It's high time you gave eye kettle a try. This easy-to-use system allows you to boil the kettle remotely, wherever you are, with your mobile phone. Sounds like a gimmick to me. Not at all. As well as efficiently boiling your kettle, it also sends you a message to tell you when it is ready to start making your tea. Now, isn't that handy? So you never have to worry that your water is getting cold. A truly unique invention and cheaper than you'd expect. The man held the eye kettle in his hand and did not look very convinced. As you can see, I continued, it's very lightweight with an ergonomic handle and a powerful boiling mechanism that will heat up your water to the perfect temperature in a question of minutes. Just like a regular kettle, 
Not at all, really. Don't take my word for it. Only this morning we had fifty clients running in to be the first to buy the new and versatile eye kettle. I lied. I highly recommend you don't miss out. Well, I have absolutely no intention of buying this eye kettle. Why not? I asked indignantly. Because I don't drink tea. I couldn't believe my ears. A fellow Englishman. Who didn't drink tea? What about? I tried hard not to vomit. Coffee? Nah, I hate the stuff. Any hot drinks at all? No. He put his hand into his pocket and removed an aluminium can. I drink Red Bull. I was so angry. <gasps> For a moment, I lost all control of my senses. I hit the man on the head with the eye kettle, which turned out not to be as lightweight as I had thought. Oh well, back to the job centre tomorrow, I suppose. What is happening to this country? I ask you. Poor Miss Finestercrat. Once more, luck is not on her side. However, she has given us some wonderful words and phrases with which we can try to persuade others of our opinions and ideas. Would you like three or four sugars in your tea, darling? Can I interest you in this beautiful kettle? This is a typical start to a question when you are selling something. Can I interest you in car insurance? Can I interest you in the latest iPhone? I highly recommend you don't miss out. There are various ways of formulating a sentence with "I highly recommend." For example, imagine you want someone to eat at a particular restaurant. You could simply use a noun or noun phrase: "I highly recommend this restaurant." Or you could use a verb. Remember, the verb must be in gerund form with ing. I highly recommend eating at this restaurant. The third possibility is using a clause, subject plus base verb structure. I highly recommend you eat at this restaurant, or I highly recommend that you eat at this restaurant. The use of that is totally optional. The same happens with the verb suggest. You can say, "I highly suggest this restaurant," using a noun. "I highly suggest eating at this restaurant," using verbing, or "I highly suggest you eat or that you eat at this restaurant," using a clause. Really, don't take my word for it. Only this morning we had fifty clients running in to be the first to buy the new and versatile eye kettle. Don't take my word for it. This is an expression you can use when selling or simply making a point. It means that the person you are talking to doesn't have to believe what you say on face value. There is enough evidence in the world to support your argument. Driverless cars are high-risk vehicles, but don't take my word for it. Barack Obama also said they were dangerous. So 
I believe cars without drivers are not safe, but I'm not the only one. If you don't believe me, believe the ex-president of the US. Or, don't take my word for it, over 30 million people have already recommended this product to a friend. Again, you don't have to believe the opinion of one person, but if three million other people share the same opinion, it might be a good idea to take that statistic into consideration. It's high time you gave iKettle a try. It's high time is used when you are emphasizing the urgency of a situation. When you are describing an action that should be done immediately and, in fact, should already have happened. An important note here, the structure of it's high time is followed by a past tense verb. It's high time you got a job. Not it's high time you get a job, it's high time you got a job. You've been lying on the sofa watching TV all day for the last six months or it's high time we fixed the kitchen. The window is still broken and water is running down the walls. Let's now look at some of the adjectives Miss Finestocrat uses in her sales pitch, in her sales monologue. This sophisticated and innovative product uses state-of-the-art technology to make it even easier for you to make a cup of tea or coffee all through your smartphone or tablet. State-of-the-art, generally used when describing gadgets, electrical or technological devices. Nowadays, we talk about the latest iPhone or Elon Musk's driverless cars, which use state-of-the-art technology, leading technology, devices and vehicles that are at the forefront of technological progress or innovation. Innovative, original, advanced. For example, the new BMW has an innovative design that drastically reduces carbon emissions. Sophisticated, elegant, complex, and also, like the word innovative, advanced. So basically, you can use this adjective to talk about everything from computer systems to this summer's fashion. As well as efficiently boiling your kettle, it also sends you a message to tell you when it is ready to start making your tea. Now, isn't that handy? Handy. An adjective we can use for things as well as situations to mean useful. A torch is a handy tool when you go camping or it is handy to bring a torch when you go camping. So the first sentence directly describes the torch as handy and the second sentence describes the action of bringing a torch to a campsite as handy. This easy-to-use system allows you to boil the kettle remotely wherever you are with your mobile phone. Easy to use. The definition is in the word and it is used very generally. From a software program to public transport, if something does not cause the user difficulties, we can say it is easy to use. It's very lightweight 
with an ergonomic handle and a powerful boiling mechanism that will heat up your water to the perfect temperature in a question of minutes. Lightweight, not heavy, easy to carry. You can talk about lightweight laptops, lightweight jackets, and even lightweight boxers. Ergonomic, easy to hold. It fits nicely into your hand, like an ergonomic toothbrush or TV remote control, or simply something comfortable. For example, in a time that more and more people are working from home, we are demanding more comfort, a more ergonomic environment with ergonomic chairs, ergonomic keyboards, ergonomic desks. Why? Well, mainly to minimize work-related injuries like back or neck pain. Okay, everyone, that is all we have time for today. In the description, you can find the link for the PDF of this podcast. And next week, we will be continuing with the topic of persuasion, where we will be following Miss Finestocrat as she gets a new job as an agony aunt. Don't know what an agony aunt is? Well, tune in next time to find out. In the meantime, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook, where we will be providing videos, quizzes, and new vocabulary for every episode in our podcast. See you next time for English in a teacup, naturally served with a lovely spot of tea.